Brave New Radio presents a new hot take on hip-hop and pop culture with artists from yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And if that's enough for you, then keep it locked here for That's Enough Podcast with Justice Greg. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's Enough Podcast. I am your host, Justice Greg. Thank you guys for tuning back in. Now, today we got a very special guest in the studio, my boy, Relic Rhymes. Oh, What's boy. up, boy? What's up, dog? So I appreciate you for, for coming up. I know you. it was a long trip from um whatever building you're from. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just had to walk over. Which, but, which uh, building? Which building do you live in? Uh, I live in Pioneer. Pioneer? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard much about that one in the community. Oh, really? I'll give you the rundown. It's, it's pretty much... Just like everywhere else, but we got a kitchen, and that's it. Oh, that's fire. I so know. you like apartments? Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. So you go obviously go to William Patterson, like myself. and Yes, sir. So I was researching you, and you definitely got a lot of stuff going on, so I, I definitely had like a lot of stuff to ask you. But I wanted to start off with asking you about the pogo stick. Okay. Because I've, <laughs> I've seen it all over like your videos and your music videos. Why the pogo stick? Well, the story is... There is a story. Mm-hmm. So the story is, um, I was at this, uh, I was at this party like a few years back. I think it was two years. Um, you you know you know what I'm saying you've been to a party. I know how it's it boring. Is. Yeah. Um, so we're in this kid's like garage. I'm sorry, we're in this basement. Those are the best parties. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually, but this time I'm wasn't feeling it. Whatever. So I go upstairs. I say, uh, I'm I'm gonna be alone for a little bit. I go in his garage. I see a pogo stick there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, let me mess with this. So, uh, <laughs> I I at first, you know, you get on, you fall, whatever. Of course. You keep falling down. I was on that for like a little bit, and I start getting, you know, the hang of it. I start bouncing. I start like. Getting a lot more in a row. I'm starting to feel comfortable. I start doing it with one hand. You know, I'm getting real comfortable. My friends come up from the basement. They're like, yo, bro, wh- where you been at? It's been two hours. I was like, what you talking about, two hours? They were like, you bouncing on this pogo stick for two hours? And I wasn't even that mad just because, like, I learned something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I just took that time, and before I even knew it, I learned a new skill, so... I can imagine how trash that party must have been that you left to jump on a pogo stick for two hours. Yeah, they thought I was crazy. I'm sure. Yeah, they were like, this kid's nuts. Fair enough. But um, my friends were all, um, they were they were hyping me up, whatever. They're like, yo, freestyle on the pogo stick. Oh, wow. And I, I decide to. And you did it. And I did it while on the pogo stick. That's talent. I don't know about all that, but at first it wasn't, you know, wasn't anything. Then I thought, oh, it, it's kind of. It'd be, you know, it'd be cool if I if I turned this into something. You know, I made a song called Pogo Stick. Mm-hmm. I thought about, like, if <laughs> if you really look at it, you know, existential-like, uh, you know, you just keep bouncing. Just keep bouncing. Just keep bouncing. So that's that's what I think of, like, you know, if you're bored, if, if uh, you're down, whatever, just keep bouncing, you'll be out of there. That's kind of what it symbolized. Damn, so you, so you turned j- jumping on a pogo stick into, like, some, some, some deep shit, man. Essentially. It's impressive. I mean, why not? Um, and then at, at shows, of course, it gets everybody hyped up, you know, get them jumping, whatever. Yeah. So. No, I feel you. It's, uh, you know, something from nothing, which is hard to do. 
It is, it is. And where did the name Relic Rhymes come from? Oh, so uh, it's a funny story. So when I was um, a little younger, you know, still really heavy into comic books, yeah, you know, big Marvel fan. I was like, you know what? Let me uh, let me make my own. I th- I thought I had this idea, and the, this 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 dude was gonna be called Relic. You know what I mean? And he was gonna be um, it's gonna be like this dystopian place, and he had like a mask and a, and a stick or whatever. He was gonna be like this superhero. That's hard. And uh, I had some drawings like drawn up and everything. Um, it never happened, of course, because you know, uh, I think my intentions changed. But looking for a name, I was like, why don't I go back to that? Because this is a cool name. I looked it up. No one really got, like, that name. But then when I went to put it in, uh, you know, for Apple Music, Spotify, whatever, there was already, like, an EDM artist called Relic. Oh, damn. So I was like, why don't I be, like, uh, Relic Raps or something? But if you spell it out, it spells Relic Raps. And I was like, "There's no, there's no way. I was like, so Relic Rhymes. And it kind of stick. It kind of stick. Relic no, it's Rhymes. It's tough, though. It's tough. Yeah. It's cool that you took it from, like, your childhood and stuff. Yeah. It's I tough. mean, I was like, why don't I take ideas that I already had? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? No, yeah. Rework it. I feel that. So, I watched your, your Bravathon performance. Oh, sick. From, from, it was last year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you body that, and you had the interview, and you mentioned that you really, not only you... Did you start rapping like kind of recently, like in college? But mm-hmm. you also like just started listening to rap in college, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, essentially, uh, when when I was uh, you know growing up, coming up, whatever, I was um, not that big into music. I mm-hmm. must have listened to like three people. I think I listened to Beatles, Elvis, and then Michael Jackson. That was it. And then um, I only listened to, like, 40 songs on my little iPod shuffle, whatever. Yeah. And I was re- really never big into music. I even remember thinking, I, it was, like, in high school, I was like, why do people even bother, like, making music? Everything that's good has already been done. That's what I was thinking. Damn, that's interesting. Yeah, that's the type of time I was on, which is kind of ridiculous, because now yeah. I got, like, 100-plus songs. But um, uh, when it came time to... Um, you know, uh, start getting into rap. Um, my friend showed me all these artists. Um, Chief among them was like K Dot, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, there's something I'm obviously missing here because I never gave it a shot. Um, and the more I started listening to it, the more I was like, you know, uh, I'm listening to it so much at this point, I might as well contribute, um, to this music thing, and uh. That's where I'm at now, essentially. It's been like two and a half years since I started. Yeah. And you mentioned K Dot. What other rappers really like really brought you in? Uh in the very beginning, um, it was it was Kendrick, it was Joey Badass, Isaiah Rashad. Tough. But then it's sort of like it, it, it you know it, it went down like a like a rabbit hole and everything. Then it started going into future. From there, it was X because he was mm. coming up. Yeah, I was a fan of X too. I was hu- huge fan of X. So this was like your freshman year. Uh yeah. So like four years ago, yeah. So that was like like heavy like pro era days, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, so as he was blowing up, was when I like discovered him. I was like one of the like first people I knew to be like, oh, 
this this kid this kid yeah. coming up is like really great um and then he really started blowing up as i was just getting like the wheels turning yeah um like he dropped like 17 and everything and i was just on the cusp of like maybe i could do this too it was um from there it was just like everybody everybody and anybody it doesn't matter how big they are how small like from anywhere any part of the world just any anything really yeah and so when you first started rapping was it easy to pick up or was it like a gradual thing N- nah nothing's easy at first um i'm a big advocate of like hard work and i really don't think like uh if we talk about talent of course there's a degree of talent. I think talent is something if you're thinking about it's born with. Yeah. But people aren't always looking for that. They're looking for your skills. Absolutely. And talent can help you um broaden your skills and really make your skills better. But skills is something you got to work on and that does not come from talent. So I I I'm a big advocate for make sure your skill set is there. And regarding your question, I was basically under the impression, like, I have no idea how to do this. I have no concept of timing, of flow, of lyrics, of uh, cadence, of anything. So I need to practice. So what I did was... You did the, the three freestyles. Exactly, there, right? exactly. So I was like, let me do three freestyles on Instagram. You know, a minute limit, whatever. Let me do three of them a day. Which for, is tough. It was It was hard. Three, three of them a day for like 365 day a full year. Um, and this isn't like the first thing I've done where I've like made uh something every day for a year. Because if I don't do it, then it's on me. And then that shows me how much I really want to do it, obviously. So the three freestyles a year was kind of like that was when I really started to develop my timing, my flow, my rhythm. Like my individual voice, that's my, what helps my you. style. That yeah, if I didn't do that, I'd be nowhere. Yeah, and sometimes, like I said, you know, you gotta put in the hours for your skills. There's definitely a, a a different way of starting. Kind of, you know, you don't really hear that people just saying, "Oh yeah, I freestyled, put three freestyles a day for a whole year." I've never heard anybody. Yeah, me neither. That's, that's definitely. That's as definitely far as I'm, not, I know, I'm the only one to do it. If someone else does it, please let me know because I'd love to talk to them. Yeah. So is rap something that you want to pursue like full time? Yeah, why not? Fuck it, right? Let's do it. I don't I don't particularly um um wanna set myself to one singular thing because yeah. if I can do multiple things, which I already know I can, then why not? You will, yeah. Yeah. And I so I saw you you opened for P and B Rock a couple years ago. Yeah, um, P&B and Jay Critch um, were the two That's tough. artists. Well, yeah, what yeah, was yeah. that experience like for you opening up for the... Because they're kind of like big names. Yeah. Um, uh, there's like misconceptions. Um, it's not like me and him was buddy-buddy. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. he was working, obviously. It's his job. And I just facilitated that um, job for him. So I opened up the show for him. So, uh, you know, because of that, it was just like, you know, you clock in, you clock out, you do your thing, you leave. And um, you make sure you do the best you can. And you don't really, 
uh, concern yourself with how great anyone else did or what the, the audience is thinking. You kind of just do your thing. And that's how you stay on brand. That way, people who are, you know, in the industry look at you and then say, well, he does his thing every time. That's reliability. That's responsibility. That's something uh, that's going to have positive benefits down the, down the road. Yeah, and at the same time, you know, that, there was probably a big crowd that were waiting to see PNB and, and, and Jay Critch. So I'm sure it was an opportunity to— I think it was 250 yeah, something. That's good. Yeah, and I'm sure it was an opportunity to to gain new fans. So I'm sure you came in like, oh yeah, I, I really got to kill it today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every opportunity. I mean, right now, you know, mm-hmm. is an opportunity. Yeah, when I was um, when I was first starting, I thought like that. Oh, every opportunity is an opportunity. But now it's like if I'm constantly thinking about uh, tailoring what I do to gain more people, more followers, whatever. I'm not really focused on tailoring myself to be the best me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sounds cliche. But you know what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, the um, the idea of, like, taking a day to do the work mm-hmm. was the same thing with my, um, my YouTube and everything because um, if I were to, you know, make a video a day for a year, same same sort of premise as the freestyles, then I would gain more of an audience. I'd get better at video making, editing, get better at visual comedy and all that. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I said, you know, opportunities everywhere all the time. So you got to take advantage of them. Of course. Absolutely. And so you dropped an EP in February, right? Um, Joke Man? That was December. It was December. December 2018. Okay, excuse me, yeah. That's what it said on, um, on YouTube. It said February. That's why I said on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That might be because I um uploaded it myself separately. Okay. But it, you know, on all the like the streaming platforms, it was December. Okay. Um, and I heard that it was fire. My favorite is probably um jet lag was probably my favorite. interesting. Okay. Okay. Thank just you. Be- just because I like that kind of like like Playboy Cardi. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Kind yeah. of rap. So yeah. it was similar to that. But I, I feel like you, like, kind of experimented with different sounds. Because you had so- a song like that, and then you had a song like Pennywise, which 100%. is way different. And then you had, like, other songs where you were kind of, like, melodic uh-huh. and singing. So it, was that the case? Were you, like, experimenting with, like, different sounds? At that point, yeah. I mean, I still experiment all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, lately, what I've been doing is uh, that Playboy, you know, so- uh, sound with my stuff. I've been get dipping more into, like... Um, like auto tune and um, different different um, avenues where I could mix my voice and flow differently, yeah. and that's very hard. You know, it's not something like a lot of people do it with ease. But um, back then it was like, let me see every possible thing, and then my strengths. What are my strengths? And then let me explore those strengths, and then strengthen those weaknesses and all that. You know, there's a lot to keep track of. Um. Yeah, I'm actually glad you like jet lag because that's uh, that song always goes hard. <laughs> that shit is hard. Yeah. Um, there are others like that. Of course, I'm um I'm working on a new tape mm-hmm. that's um gonna come out um probably in a few months. Oh, word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Def- Got to finalize it and get everything sorted out, and then we up from there. That's what's up. 
So as we talked about um, off air, uh, you also do YouTube. You do yes, uh, short short sketches. Yeah. And you do stand-up comedy too, right? Uh-huh. That's, that's your major. Yes, yeah. Um, And uh, personally, me, I also do short skits and videos, so I know how, uh, how difficult it is, not only like the lighting, you know, the editing, the angles, but uh-huh. it's really hard to be like, Funny. I want to say that. Like, it's hard to be funny. <laughs> it, it, not, it's not hard to be funny, but it's hard. No, you're right. It's, it's hard, hard to it, be funny. It, yeah. It's hard to make videos that everyone will laugh at. Like, cause you might think something's funny. Oh yeah. But it's not like it might not be funny to everyone. Yeah. And I will say that that. your videos had me had me dead. Appreciate that. Um, so explain how different the creative process is between like writing a song and like writing like a stand up routine or like a, a a sketch. Um. You might think there's huge differences, to be honest. Uh, I don't want to say it's the same, but, you know, if you understand one, it's not hard to understand the other. The reason, you know, my um, stage presence when I'm performing music is um, something to watch is because I spent so many years before that doing stand-up and practicing audience engagement. It's really hard to, like, Mm -hmm. take someone's attention and keep it. Um, and that's something you could always improve on. So that, that, that sort of thing kind of, uh, prepared me for the rap and and everything. Really? Yeah. So when you, when I'm sometimes it really is just a matter of if you're having fun, other people will have fun. And, uh, especially in standup, you know, the guy up there, there are different styles. Of course, there are exceptions to every rule, but usually if the guy up there is having fun and is genuinely like thinks what he or she is saying is funny, then everyone in the audience is going to agree. So, um, so doing stand up helped you like with your confidence on stage. Absolutely. absolutely. Which which makes sense because you know when you're doing stand up, like you know you say the joke and you're waiting for that reaction. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure sometimes you know you say a joke and you think you're going to get a reaction. It's like crickets. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure that it helps build your confidence. You know. Yeah. That, that's interesting. I mean, Childish Gambino is an example I like to bring up because. You know, a very talented musician very who, talented. who also dipped into other things. Such and he's as funny. Exactly. Comedy writing and stand-up comedy yeah. both involve a lot of timing mm-hmm. and a lot of rhythm. You know what I mean? So it's essentially the same species, just different, you know, different animals. Um, when it came down to, like, the videos... You're right. It's hard being funny, but it, it, it's something like I said. You know, you get used to it. You know, I did a video recently. I was reviewing the videos that I had made at the start of the yearly video making mm-hmm. challenge thing, and um, I was just surprised at how unfunny and creepy and cringy they how were. How much you've gotten better? Yeah, of course. You always get better. You always realize, oh, this this will make this will have a better reaction than this, or people tend to gravitate towards this rather than that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, um, as the guy making it, you always, you know, you peep that every single time. Mm-hmm. You peep what works, and you'll you'll know when something works. Because yeah. people will come out the woodwork and tell you, this worked. Yeah. And you'll be like, okay, I got to make stuff, you know, similar to that. And you never know. You could have something where it's like, oh, I have a crazy idea. I don't know if it'll be funny, but if you're confident enough, because I also edit the videos myself, if which you, is tough too. Yeah, people don't understand that that um 
throughout, like I said, you know, throughout doing it every day, you get better at the editing. Yeah. As uh, when you when 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 I were to come up with a crazy idea and I were to say it out loud, doesn't register as much as seeing it, seeing it. the final product. So of course, when I were to um, have an idea for a video, I think, ah, oh, this isn't good. No one will laugh. But I make it anyway. And I add all the visual elements. That's just another. That's that's more than fifty percent of the actual video. Absolutely. In fact, you can make an entire video just from reaction shots and have it be hysterical. Yeah. And that's just that. That comes from the after point that people don't see. That's something only the guy making the video could see. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it's a matter of. Um, I mean, you already you make them. Yeah. So it's a matter of just on the spot. If you're having fun with it, and if you're editing it and it's funny, and you're having fun with it, other people will register with that as well. Absolutely. And I've seen you, I've seen you dip into your uh, on your comedic side with your music videos too. Absolutely. I know uh, your most recent one was Detention, right? Yes, sir. That one was funny. Uh, is that important to you, uh, keeping that comedy element in in your music videos? Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, there's um it it's different, you know what I mean? There's always uh showing that the artist has a sense of humor is always like brings them down to a personal level. So you you act like you know them a little better. X did that too. Yeah. And um you know, a lot of big artists do that and then the fans are like, Ah, it's just that's just that's him being him, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's that's the type of relationship you should have with the people who watch your your your, your content mm -hmm. and that's important you know you don't want uh you don't want people just laughing and then think well that's it you want them to laugh stick around for more because if i got on stage told one joke and they laughed and then i left and then they left that's not really a show yeah exactly so you need that you need them you need to grab their attention. You need to have them keep laughing because you're always going to be making stuff. You're always going to have content. You got you to have them stick around for the next thing. And that's why it's important to like, oh, what does Relic think of this event? Mm -hmm. He'll probably make a video or a song about it. Yeah. Or what is what is his take on this and that? His own personal take is something I, I as a fan, am here for. Mm-hmm. That's important because that that builds build that, connection. that builds that connection. Absolutely. So, obviously, I don't think today there's like an official look for what a rapper is supposed to look like. But I don't think there ever was. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think that there's the probably the stereotype. Yeah, there definitely is. But for someone who doesn't know you and would just be looking at you, they probably wouldn't think that you were a rapper. Okay. Most likely. So my question is. Have you ever got, have you ever experienced uh, people not taking you seriously as a rapper at first? And has that like negatively well, that, affected you? I, uh, I don't have to take them serious. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a two-way street. Yeah. If they don't take me serious, I don't have to take them serious. And uh, they could say like, oh, well, I'm a photographer. I could say, well, I don't want to see any of your pictures. They're probably out of focus. I don't know. Facts. And uh, they're going to go, nah, nah, I swear, like, I'm good with a camera. I go, well, i never seen you with a camera. Just like they never seen me with a mic. So, 
<laughs> people also like to place judgment. Yeah. Whatever. But um, uh, if I don't look like something, that don't mean that Doesn't I'm mean not, not something. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a good lesson, I guess. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, thank you for coming in, bro. Of course. Thanks Dave for coming having in. me. We we def got a collab on the videos, bro. You, you def had me crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so is there anything you want to promote before before we go? Um, a few things coming out. I have a single coming out soon. I'm actually deciding, um, you know, with my team which single should come first. So yeah. I don't. So. Something soon. You got some heat coming soon. Something That's soon. My YouTube, of course, Relic Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram, Relic Rhymes. Uh, I have stickers too. Hit me up for stickers, obviously. And um, yeah, uh, I'll probably try and do, you know, another big show towards the end of this. Um, um, probably by May. Tough. And um, again, follow my. Instagram for all them updates because I, I keep it uh I keep it um updated on there. Absolutely. Def- definitely check his shit out. He's definitely multi talented. Hey man, appreciate that. Where could they follow you though? Oh that's what I was about to get to. Oh okay. thank you guys for tuning into the That's Enough Podcast. You can follow me underscore injustice on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, sir. Make sure you go check out That's Enough Podcast on Apple, Spotify, and GoBrave.org. Uh, make sure you guys go subscribe to Juicebox TV on YouTube for some other dope content. And once again, thank you guys for tuning back in. Peace. Appreciate it.